sometimes there's steps that I'm like, oh, I'll never be able to do that. And then you just keep working and working and your friends keep pushing you and they're like, no, 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 you're almost there. And you're like, no, I'm not. And then it just clicks. And it's like the most rewarding feeling. Professional dancer Phoebe Magna is currently a company artist at Ballet Memphis. Her career includes seasons at Colorado Ballet, City Ballet of San Diego, and Boulder Ballet. Her training began at a very young age at the Heart School Community Division. I'm Laura Roberts, and this is Straight from the Heart. Phoebe, thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to have you here on the podcast and to talk to you about your career. Hi, Laura. Thanks so much for having me. So to begin, we want to go back in time. You began working with the Heart School Community Division, which was then the School of the Hartford Ballet, when you were just four years old. What do you remember about those very early years? It was so long ago. (laughs) Um, But I just remember, like so many dancers all around me and so many older dancers to look up to. Um, I remember walking through the hallways and the the opera would actually be rehearsing in, in the biggest studio as I would enter the building. I just remember everybody feeling as if they were part of something greater than themselves that came from the professional dancers, the teachers, and the students. I thought that was such a cool environment as a kid. And you stayed with the Heart School Community Division for 11 years. What kept you coming back year after year? I really think it came down to the teachers and the really, really strong training. Um, I always felt really lucky to live so close to um, a school that just had teachers kind of from all around the world. I had teachers from England and from Cuba and from Italy and from the Ukraine. Um, We had lots of different classes, like not just ballet technique or point, but we had character. And I, I absolutely loved the character classes. And I just think that's so incredible especially to learn from somebody who is from those parts of the world um, where that's their culture. What did you take from that training and experience as you continued on in your career, maybe even through today? I, I think work ethic was really taught and valued. And if you commit to something and you really focus, you can improve. And I think that carries over to my professional career, I also think that carries over to any area of your life that you want it to. So even if, you know, a lot of my friends didn't go on to become professional, but I think that part of the training was really valuable. Absolutely. And that is something I wanted to ask you about, you know, where along that maybe 11 year journey that you were with the Heart School, did you say to yourself, 
ballet is more than a hobby. It's more than an after-school activity. I really want to be serious about this and consider this for a career. So I think I'm a little bit of a weirdo when it comes to that, because I saw when I saw the Harper Ballet's Nutcracker, I was two and a half. And at that point, I just knew that this was exactly what I wanted to do. That's not to say that throughout school or even in my professional career, I question that. I think if you don't question it, that's crazy. Um, just because it's so intense and it's so difficult. But I think I always had a sense of this is exactly what I see myself doing. And even if I was questioning it, I felt like, well, I still don't want to stop trying and going for it. Now, after Hart, you trained at the Nutmeg Conservatory for the Arts, and then it seems as though your professional career took off right away. You were able to join the studio company at the Colorado Ballet. Can you describe the process of getting that first professional gig? Yeah, so it was my senior year in high school, and I, you know, when other students are applying for colleges, I was auditioning for ballet companies, and I didn't feel like I was ready to join a main company. So I was mostly focusing on the second companies, which is more of the bridge between student and and main company. So my plan was to travel into New York City every weekend and do as many auditions as I could. Um, I was very, very fortunate. And it Colorado Ballet just happened to be my first audition. And I knew at the end of that audition that I had a spot in the second company. That's, I wouldn't say that's a very normal experience. And to go along with that, all the other auditions that I did that year, I was cut. So it was very nice that I could do the other auditions and and know that I had a place to go. And I, I, I remember at the time I was like, I feel like they made a mistake picking me like this. This can't be real. So I had to go through the process of like just kind of accepting that I maybe got lucky and just take it for what it is and do my best to to work hard and feel like I deserved it. And what was it like once you got there? You're no longer a student. You're part of this professional company. What was that like? So I think moving at 18, I I had never been to Denver before. And like, I think just being around so many professional dancers was extremely intimidating. And I was trying to adjust to like taking care of myself, meeting a bunch of new people, living on my own and, and trying to dance well. It, it was very challenging. Um, I was there for two seasons and I had the most amazing time doing the rep that the company had. Like we started the season with Giselle. So I got to do um, Peasant and Willie's Core. And it was just so incredible. And being in the big opera house. And then, of course, there's Nutcracker. We did Midsummer. We we did a lot. Um, and I think once the two years was over, 
I was able to like look back and think, okay, now that I went through this, how can I work in a way where I could maybe be like the company dancers there? Like it, it just kind of opened my eyes to what I needed to do in order to get to the next level. And tell us about where your career has taken you since that first professional job you had. So after um, Colorado Ballet, I spent a season at City Ballet of San Diego. And then I got a job at Boulder Ballet. So then I went back to Colorado. Um, And Boulder Ballet is a small company. And most dancers, when you're coming out of school, you dream of a big company. Of course, I did too. But I really, really came to appreciate dancing in a small company because every dancer is really needed. You're really a team. It's like you, if you get injured, that really, really affects everybody. And then casting is being switched around last minute and it, it just puts a lot of pressure on everybody and and you're going to be dancing a lot so I think that part of being in a very small company really pushed me and gave me a lot of opportunities I wouldn't have had otherwise And now you are a company artist at Ballet Memphis. I think people would be interested to know what is a typical day in the life for someone in your role and during a ballet season? Yeah, so I try to wake up as early as possible. (laughs) Um, That doesn't always happen, but I do like to give myself between like an hour and 30 minutes at the least to warm up. I really can't just go into a class cold. Plus my my thought process is the warm up isn't just a warm up, it's a time to maybe work on something that I really need need to. So do that. Class starts at 9:30 every day and at Bali Memphis we go until 4:30. Um but really yeah, we just we take class with the whole company. It's a time for all of us to come together in the morning and like work, improve, um, get warm. Most importantly, it's to warm up your body. And then we just dive straight into rehearsals. That's from 11 11 o'clock to 4.30 with a lunch break in between. And so you just check the schedule, see where you're needed throughout the day. And so recently we've all been extremely busy because we're working on a brand new Nutcracker. I've happened to be in pretty much every single rehearsal. Earlier in the season we were doing Midsummer, and I was in less rehearsals. So I used the free time to, to work out or just do PT exercises, conditioning. Again, like it's kind of your work day, so you use it to to improve as much as you can, or just to maintain what you have to get through the season if you're hurting or something like that. And then, yeah, sometimes I'll go to the gym in the evenings, or most of the time I'll just come home and cook dinner, that sort of thing. What do you like most about your job? So I think growing up, I was a pretty athletic kid. I do really like sports. 
And I also really loved um, being a part of the music program in my high school. And I think ballet is the perfect combination of those two. It's like when I hear music, I just want to like jump around or like run around and get this energy out of me. So I think surface level, that's why I love dancing. I also feel like ballet is so challenging and the lifestyle is so challenging and it is just so rewarding to overcome challenges, I think, or like if you, sometimes there's steps that I'm like, oh, I'll never be able to do that. And then you just keep working and working and your friends keep pushing you and they're like, no, 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 you're almost there. And you're like, no, I'm not. And then it just clicks and it's like the most rewarding feeling. Plus your friends helped you or staff helped you. And it's just like the community around you just is reaching for excellence. And I think it's incredibly rewarding. Looking back on your career thus far, what are the highlights? I would say I performed this Potata, this Bitter Earth. I think I really grew during that. It's incredibly challenging. I think artistically, I was able to really hit like a, a point where I could dive deeper emotionally into something. And then that carried over into some other pieces that I did later on that just made it extremely fulfilling. At Ballet Memphis for Midsummer, I danced as Puck. And that is typically a male role. And I was casted as it and I was just so, so excited. And it's a lot of jumping and double tours and double soda bosks. And that's just always something that I I do for fun at the end of class, just because I'm I'm trying to push myself and, you know, just have fun. And it, it was just super cool to be able to do those kinds of things on stage and, and really let go in a character and tell a story. What is still left on your list? You've accomplished so much in your career, but is there anything still on your list that you want to be able to do as a dancer? You know, I want to dance everything, <laughs> but we can't. So I, I just try to take it as it comes. Um, of course, I, I haven't been in a Swan Lake, and I would love to do any role in Swan Lake. But I think when it comes to just goals, mostly I just want to become the best dancer I can. And some days it's hard to see how that's going to come about just because you're you're tired or you just you don't feel like you are a good dancer or you just don't feel like it's possible and then on the good days you feel like a a superhero um but i think yeah just keep working and keep being honest with myself about where I'm at so that I can evaluate and just see where I actually need to put in work and and really just continue to grow as an artist because the there's the 
technical side, but then there's also the artistic side and there's feeling comfortable enough with yourself to let go and really give into that artistic side as well. So there's so many avenues and I just want to keep growing and taking in all the information I can. And finally, what advice do you have for students who perhaps are currently at the Heart School Community Division or anyone else who wants to follow in your footsteps to where you are? I would say really trust the work that you're doing. If you put in work and and honest work, there are so many ways to improve. And that doesn't mean you're going to become Svetlana overnight. Um, I used to tell myself, oh, I have to be as flexible as Sylvie Guillaume by the time I graduate high school. And that's just totally unrealistic. But if you're honest with yourself and you put in work and you see little improvement throughout a period of time, I think that's valuable and, and trust yourself in that. And I would say, just make sure you're having fun while you're doing it. You get to dance in a studio with your friends and work towards something really, really cool. And I think that's a luxury that, you know, dancing is fun at the end of the day. So always remember that. Straight from the Heart is produced by the Heart School Community Division, Tom Scavoni and Laura Roberts. Our music is by John Jasinski. Our artwork is by Elena Ulissi. Special thanks to Dean Dale Merrill, Sarkis Kaltokchian, Don Ennis, and to you for listening. The Heart School Community Division is proud to provide a learning environment that engages, enriches, and transforms aspiring artists from pre-K to adult. We are committed to the community. Learn more by visiting www.hartford.edu/hcd.